Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning. Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brendan McClenahan. I am your faithful as ever host. Um, and I'm sitting here with Jill Fisher, who joined us yesterday. But Jill, today, I don't know why, but on Tuesdays, I like to ask people, what's the deal? What's their story? So you have been at Victory Point for how long? I have been here for... I think 15 years, 16 years. I did not know that. 16 years. Okay, how have you changed in the last 16 years? Oh, Brendan, we don't have enough time to okay. talk about all okay. that. What, is, what are just like one or two things that have changed in your life? Maybe um, not com- the complete, you know, all the transformation, but where are some things that you go, man, God has done this in my life in the last 16 years, or this has changed, or I don't know, give us a little window into your life. How um, I I would have to say that my relationship with God has deepened tenfold. Yeah. Yes. And, um, you know, just being in children's ministry. Yeah. It's something that I've always thought about when I was a young, young child. I would look at the children's um, director of ministry and think what an awesome job hmm. and now here I am yeah but you know the path getting here would was um one that I never thought that yeah. I would actually see happen I got to see a little bit of that you know as we were having conversations and um just your eagerness to listen to God mm-hmm. and your uh, awareness and um, paying attention to how God was speaking to you in the midst of that and not taking things at their surface level. I think you're somebody who um, perceives that God is active and speaking in your everyday life. And you take really seriously the fact that you are a called person, that Mm -hmm. God calls you. You don't just go, oh, that's a job I could do. You go, um, I believe that God has called me to this for this time in this place and given me the gifts for this. And that's why I'm doing the things I do. Mm-hmm. And so I'm willing to say yes, not because it makes sense in my schedule <laughs> because God knows it didn't at the time, but, <laughs> right. um, but because I can't say no because God's mm-hmm. put it in my heart. That's right. Yeah. That's absolutely right. And we act, there's actually a verse that um, we'll talk about. And another day, I think okay. that's we'll talk very that. relevant to okay, this. Okay, sweet. I can't wait for that day. Mm-hmm. Sweet. So you are children's ministry director. Yes. And you also, I mean, that's been weird and different during this time, <laughs> right? As we don't yeah, have we've like. we've been trying to get creative. Yeah. Appreciate um, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my girls woke up this morning and they're like, I wish it was a church day. Mm-hmm. I said, why? She's like, because I want to do. My, what do they call it? My God crafts or something like that. I want to do my God crafts because she was looking on top of the refrigerator where you keep it. I was like, you can do it now. She's like, okay. Bless their hearts. (laughs) Oh, that is so sweet. Yeah. I'm hoping that the the kids' own bags that we delivered last week bring blessings to the families. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 
So you've chosen ministry director, but what else is going on in your life? Okay, so I, I have another job. Mm-hmm. and That's I, also weird right now. That's also weird right now, which I have been at my current company for 30 years. And that's Travel Leaders Corporate, where I am an implementation project manager. But uh, with COVID-19, no one is traveling, mm-hmm. which means I am on furlough. Yay. So now I have all kinds of time. <laughs> no, that clean. yay was sarcastic, just to just to clarify. <laughs> so I think I'll clean the kids' own rooms. Okay. Um, uh-huh. So we'll see how long the furlough lasts and uh, hopefully... Hopefully you get back to work soon. Get back to work soon. I, I believe, I mean, I believe in a healthy balance between work and rest, but I do think that work is part of what God made us for. Absolutely. That we're not designed to sit on a couch and watch Netflix all day, you know. It that, doesn't talk about retirement anywhere no, in the Bible. No. And and work is work is dignifying. It's part of the image of God in us to be yes. creative and to be generative, to be people who serve and bless other people. And we do that through work. Um I'm reading this book called Unsettling of America by Wendell Berry. And he said, work is the health of love. Mm. Isn't that good? Mm-hmm. Like, it's the way that we, uh, it's the way that we practice love. And when we have unhealthy work, and when we don't work well, we work poorly, or we're not working a lot. Oh my gosh, Matt! Matt just Matt's photobombing our podcast silently, and he's getting a mention right now. Shame on you, Matt! He's outside. Of, he's outside my window, poking his creepy eyes in here. Okay, he's out of here now. I, I will give him a little round of applause. That was, that Hi, was pretty Matt. smooth. Hi, Matt. That was your pastor, Matt. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, work is the health of love. And uh, mm-hmm. when we're working, and that, I mean, you're somebody who works. You 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 work works. hard and you work, your mind is always kind of working. And it's mm-hmm. the way that you, I don't, I don't perceive you as like this, just this hard worker, but you, you're always kind of like spinning on something. And I think it's the way that you're exercising your love for God is the way that you, you think about others and you, you generate ideas and you think you've been gifted God, by God in that way. So oh, thank you, Brendan. So I hope you can get back to work soon for Travel Leaders Corporate. And also I hope things return to some sense of normalcy for your ministry here too. Yes. Yeah. Look forward to what the future holds. Yes, indeed. Well, are you ready to read this psalm? Absolutely. Okay. I, if it's all right, I'll read this one. This yes. is Psalm 86, verses 1 through 10, and then 16 through 17. So I'll read this, and then I'd love to hear your thoughts about it, Joe. Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am devoted to you. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for to you do I cry all day long. Gladden the soul of your servant, for you, O Lord, lift up my soul. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call on you. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer. Listen to my cry of supplication. In the day of my trouble, I call on you, for you will answer me. There is none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. All the nations you have made shall come and bow down before you, O Lord, and glorify your name. For you are great and do wondrous things. You alone are God. Turn to me and be gracious to me. Give your strength to your servant, 
Save the child of your serving girl. Show me a sign of your favor, so that those who hate me may see it and be put to shame, because you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. Jill, what do you think? What What's coming to your mind right now? Um, all the nations you have made will come and worship before you, Lord. They will bring glory to your name. Yep. That's what we've all been praying for through this COVID mm-hmm. pandemic. That, that this brings glory to God. Mm-hmm. You know, that his name is glorified through all of this. So I love that um, verse. And I also, what really stands out is um, verse seven, when I'm in distress, I call to you because you answer me. Hmm. You know, he always hears all of our prayers and he answers all of them. Hmm. Yeah, that's good to know. Um, in the day, my says, mine says, in the day of my trouble, I call on mm. you for you will answer me. Yes. Um, the fact that God answers us gives us faith and confidence to come to him the next time. We go, all right, I... When I'm in trouble, I'm of course I'm going to call on you. You're the one who answers me. Yeah. So I'll continue to call on you. Yeah. Very I love comforting. That. Mm-hmm. And you know, and it says because you answer me. It doesn't say because you sometimes answer me. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's just something to, you know, really, really focus and believe and trust in. Mm-hmm. He will answer me. Yep. And sometimes the answer doesn't come the way we're Mm-mm. expecting. Mm-mm. But God always listens and answers. Yes. I can't help but read this passage and think of Hagar from mm. yesterday's. Mm. I, mm-hmm. there, I'm like, did Hagar write this psalm? <laughs> <laughs> Which I know she didn't. Yes. But I mean, listen to it. Uh, Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me for I'm poor and needy. Preserve my life. Right? Mm-hmm. She's in in the what pay, what was the pay, paden, paden, what was the Peran? Peran? The the wilderness of Peran. Peran or whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. Um she's in the wilderness, right? Preserve my life, I'm devoted to you. Save your servant yes. or your slave. Yes. Who trusts in you. Um so gladden the soul of your servant for you, Lord, lift up my soul. <laughs> um I give your Lord my prayer, listen to my cry of supplication. In the day of trouble, I call to you. There's no like, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't mean blah, 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 like it's not important. But I'm just skipping through this to find the parts that like really resonated with Hagar. Um, Listen to my cry for mercy. Yes. Um, and then turn to me and be gracious to me. This is verse 16. Give give your strength to your mm-hmm. servant. Save the child of your young serving girl. So like, man, that's that's got to be Hagar You're right there. Right. You know, show me a sign of your favor. So those who hate me namely Abraham and Sarah, <laughs> may see it and be put to shame because you, O Lord, have helped me and comforted me. I go, wow. yes. Um, so reading this, doesn't that change the psalm a little bit for you? A hundred percent. You're like, absolutely right. So this, I mean, it's one thing to read a psalm and it's just kind of about everybody everywhere. And so it's kind of my psalm and it's everyone's psalm and... But when you can attach it to a story, it helps bring that to life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, this is, I mean, so 
so this psalm is for uh, the people who have been cast out, people who have been left Absolutely. for dead. This is for psalm for people who are concerned about the people who depend on them, like their children, um, who are concerned that their children are not going to survive either. People who are afraid for their life, people who have felt hated by other people, mm-hmm. people who have felt um, oppressed by other people, um, people who who have nowhere else to turn, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and that's Hagar. That's also Jesus. Um, just recently, last week, and then um, I've recorded next week's podcast as well. Um, we've been using the Christological key a lot to talk about Psalms and imagine what would what would this sound like for Jesus to cry this out on the cross, preserve my life for I'm devoted to you. So how is Jesus like Hagar, you know, left for dead, hated by the people who were supposed to love him? Um, so how is Jesus like this? Um, and like we mentioned yesterday, this is so applicable to today, right? You've got um, you've got people in this country, and in okay, there's some people who listen to this podcast who are not Americans. Did you know this? People listen. I, I I'll talk about this again. I've recorded this coming Monday's podcast, but Earl asked me all the who listens to this podcast, and I went through and listed all the countries of Wonderful. people who listen to this. Luxembourg. Who would have thought? Ireland. Wow. Okay. So anyway, uh, but in the United States. Um, there is a lot of unrest right now. Um, a lot of it attached to COVID-19 and the pandemic and the quarantine shutdown stuff going on, but also a lot of it having to do with the killing of George mm-hmm. Floyd and um, the pattern of killing unarmed black people, mm-hmm. not to mention all kinds of uh, problems we face in terms of poverty, homelessness. Um, there's other races too, besides obviously black people, um, that experience oppression or um, inequality. Um, so how can I read this on behalf of those people as a, as a prayer, not just for myself, you know, but for a prayer for people who experience hatred and um, betrayal, who experience um, oppression in different ways than I do and pray uh, for them using this Psalm. So I think it can help me uh, pray Uh, into justice, not just for myself. Mm -hmm. Yes, for myself. Absolutely for myself. We all need justice and we all need salvation, but also to pray for justice in the world and in my country and in our communities. So, Absolutely. What do you think? As you're talking, I'm thinking about there's never been a time that I have felt before that the Bible is so alive Mm -hmm. today. Yep. With our world. Yep. And, yep. you know, we've been praying that God's name be glorified. And I thought that was a good we word. Can see that happening mm-hmm. because every passage I read lately, it's just so applicable mm-hmm. to, to today. Yes. I was talking to my friend who lives in downtown Holland, and um, he passes a church that's more ethnically diverse. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, how um, he said there's a lot of bad things going on and um, there's a lot of challenges to this time. He said, but as a preacher, I've never been more excited to preach God's word 
because it's been coming alive like never before. It's like, it's so easy to preach right now because um, the word of God um, is so alive. It, it's in such stark, um, I don't mean contrast, but it just, it's it's brought to life um, and it speaks so clearly into all these issues that we face in ways where I go, oh my gosh, I don't think I really understood scripture before this in the same ways. You know, like I couldn't agree more. I, I go, I, I don't think I was really reading these passages until I started to face up the, you know, like all these things going on. Brendan, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I thought it was, I mean, there was one sense in which the pandemic and our exile, our, our exile from public gatherings, right? It was like, our inability to gather together as a whole church, I suddenly understood the Old Testament in totally new Me ways. Too. You too? Me too. Like the Exodus. Like yeah. wanting to go back. Yep. Wanting to go back. Mm-hmm. Wanting to, to go back to Egypt. Yep. And uh, the Babylonian exile. Wanting to go back to Jerusalem. Going to go back to the temple. Yes. We can't worship in our temple anymore. It's been tear- torn down to the ground. And it's like, oh my gosh, all these Old Testament <laughs> passages are just coming to life. <laughs> Habakkuk and all. I mean, all these, uh, Ezekiel and really come to life. But now with uh, these nationwide and actually global protests, it's it's brought to life more of these passages about justice and the people who are crying out yeah. for, not all protesters are crying out for God's justice, but I do think that God hears those cries and wants justice on behalf of all people. All people. So... Um, Praise God for that. Praise God for his word that speaks into this. And I hope that I can learn to read the text on from the perspective of people who are different than me and that that would inform my faith. So I hope that's the case for all of us as we come to scripture right now. That we can read it not just selfishly as, um, you know, this passage is just for me, but how does this speak to us in our nation, in our world, Um and I think that's how scripture is meant to be read. So um, thanks, Jill. Um, we will be in your earbuds tomorrow um, with another passage, which is Jeremiah 20. So press play tomorrow. We'll be in your playlist and look forward to speaking with you then. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.